0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: SansPants Pants Radio, always filmed in poor lighting. Welcome to today's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Joel. And today, we're going to
2: be talking about Child of Light for the Nintendo Switch and other games. Right, so you're probably wondering why we're reviewing Child of Light, a game mm. that came out in 2015. I am,
3: it's mm-hmm. 2018, buddy.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm so behind the times. But, uh, recently, they re, re- U- Ubisoft? Not Yubi. No,
3: no, 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 no,
1: that feels wrong. Ubu Soft. Ubi? Is it Ubi or Ubi? Ubi Ubisoft, I've always
3: said. Yeah. Okay. now i'm doubting myself ubi just is not how you say you you know ubi i'll be soft uzi soft, a- anyway, B- soft. i'm scared but go on ubi i soft yeah ubi, ubi so- oh god i don't know the game company i've that- never
1: been so uncertain about a game company
2: a game company that a lot of people famously hate but then i think everyone won over like they want everyone back and then because they're like oh ea we hate them more yeah yeah i've re-released child of light ultimate edition on the Nintendo Switch in the middle of October, I think. So yeah. I've been playing that recently and I have some thoughts. So first mm-hmm. of all, I'll just start with the story and setting. Uh oh, also just to make this clear, I had never played it until I bought it. Yeah, on I was gonna ask if you played it when it came no. out in
3: twenty fifteen,
2: no. No no no. Two thousand fifteen I was too busy <laughs> Probably just looking at my GameCube and being like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Current consoles, what are they? Uh, GameCube. <laughs> GameCube or death? What yeah, happened yeah, to yeah.
3: cube consoles? <laughs> <laughs> just it you has and a handle. Room
1: just picking up your cube. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
2: People keep busting and being like, hey, don't you want to play a current game? I'm like, no. I'm I want too to play- busy
3: kissing my GameCube. Think about Leave it. Me alone. Uh, Two we'll- benefits: cube, <laughs> <laughs> little discs, handle. Three. Less space, a handle. Take it out exactly. to the beach. No, oh,
1: oh, look maybe like a bit of a, like a little lunchbox. Yeah, exactly. Confuse people. Keep a sandwich. Yeah. In there.
2: Uh, All the the listeners out there, if you've got a GameCube, I need you to go give it a kiss Mm -hmm. and tweet us photos of you kissing your cube. (laughs) Hashtag kiss your cube. (laughs) Anyway, Shard of Light. So yeah, I hadn't played it. I knew it was the type of game that I thought I would like. It's kind of like a 2D platformer RPG. Really nice looking game. Kind of has like a hand-drawn look. Okay. The story I had no idea about and I will give you a quick run through. So basically... Uh, the main character, Aurora, is the daughter of a duke. She's mm-hmm. born in 1895. Okay. Uh, in the pre-telling of the story, you find out that Aurora's mom, the duke's wife, dies. The duke remarries. And then after a few years, Aurora also wakes up dead. Oh. Uh, her body is Excuse found me? frozen.
1: All <laughs> right. You don't so, wake up
2: dead. you just dead. <laughs> no, nah, she woke up dead. Right. Um, So she's dead. <laughs> Which is famously a strange place for a video game to start with the main character yeah, dying. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But in a twist, similar to Alice in Wonderland or something similar, I guess. Alice in Wonderland, the other uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. You then take control of Aurora, who is dead, but yeah. has woken up in Lemur- Lemuria. Lem- Lemuria. Lemuria. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, like it's a place that has been in fiction and things like that before. Uh, and she needs to get back to her father, who is so upset. He is also bedridden.
1: Oh, man, he might wake up dead soon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he no.
2: might wake up dead soon. Everyone's waking <laughs> up dead in this game. <laughs> so it's a very fairy tale esque. It's so fairy tale esque, mm. but I'll get to that in a second because uh-huh. um, that my initial response to the game deals directly with that. So I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically, pretty much quickly, uh, pretty early on in the game, you f- need you find out you need to go to a mirror to get back to your sad dad and okay. stop him from being sad and be like, Papa, it's I'm- me. I'm not dead.
1: <laughs> but I am kind <laughs> uh, of.
2: You- uh, the mirror is kept in uh, the throne room of the Queen of the Night. Mm-hmm. And to get there, you first need to save the sun, the moon and the stars. Oh, that's To great. revive the Queen of the
3: Light. That's so right. good.
1: It is. It's it's sounding very fairy. fairy
3: tale. Very kind of. like I'm a big fan of the. There's yeah, something yeah, really yeah. nice about like not like. Oh, save the seven kings or like yeah, yeah, yeah. collect the eight crystals. Like sun, the moon. This. It's like it's very conceptual. Yeah. But like I, I'm a fan of that. Mm. So my initial hesitations when I loaded up this game was, my
2: god, this is very lame, and I'm not sure if this is for me.
1: Fair. Uh, it doesn't yeah. scream cool. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't scream like. Hey, I used to play Tony Hawk. What is this? i yeah,
3: kiss exactly. my game. <laughs> there's nothing less similar to Tony Hawk than Child of Light.
2: All of the dialogue that's spoken in the game is said in like a rhyming way, similar to a fairy tale. That uh, certainly sounds annoying. Uh it's Yeah, it is. I,
1: oh, I'm on board, I'm like that sounds annoying, but ah, uh, is it good? <laughs> the,
2: the it means that the theme is very much like there's no like nods and winks or anything like that. That's great. It's just that like is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first couple of, probably like two hours, I was like, oh man, I like this game a lot when people just shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the battle system is really, really mm. fun. I found it, the platforming at first, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Mm. It's actually very similar to Limber in the way that it oh, plays, really? uh, the way that it controls and stuff like that, until a new mechanic is introduced relatively early in the game, because at first your character can just jump and walk and like <laughs> grab and pull things and stuff like that. Very similar to Limber, but then you get the ability to fly. Uh-huh. So that changes like there's no longer any like gaps you can't jump over because you can great. fly. Okay. And I thought that they were going to take that away from me, but they did not. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> nice. So the so the combat system so it's like an RPG kind of turn based. Or yes, I um, don't know much about this game, but to me, I thought like oh, it looks like sort of Final Fantasy. It's
2: time based. It's turn based, but also uh it, it's a weird system that I haven't seen before. But I think it is taken from one of the Final Fantasy games. But I haven't played that much Final Fantasy. But I can describe it to you, and maybe you guys can help. Uh, Also, I should probably mention, the lameness kind of fades as you get more characters. So, at first, it's just Aurora, but then your party grows. Um, Okay. And the new characters talk a little less fair- Well, they still talk in a fairytale way, but they're from the world, so it's a little less like, oh my, what is this? Rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. They're like, yeah, I'm a mouse lad, I got a bow. (laughs) uh
1: life's pretty rad I life's pretty go. rad <laughs> come on let's go <clears throat>
2: yeah and there's also a the first character you meet is a clown a jester and mm. she breaks the rhyming slang so oh, she good. rhymes and then she'll say something that doesn't rhyme and then the you're accompanied by a firefly and the firefly is like no i think you meant this <laughs> um so that's pretty good because the firefly just gets angrier and angrier every time she talks and she's a fun character to play as. all right so the battle system yep Uh, Your party consists of two characters, so pretty early on in the game you end up with more than two characters. You can only have two in the fight at a time, and you verse up to three enemies at the same time. There is a bar down the bottom that your characters scroll across. It has weight and then cast. Once you hit the cast bit, you get to pick what you'd like to do, Mm -hmm. and then you perform that action at the end of the bar. Depending on how fast your characters are, depends on how fast
1: they move across the thing. Okay, Okay, cool. I think that definitely sounds like a Final Fantasy sort of system, or at least um, kind of inspired by one. I just don't know which one. It's really
3: interesting to have a game that is like a platformer and then a (laughs) turn-based RPG. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah.
2: and the Firefly that I just mentioned offhandedly before is actually controlled by... So you control your character with the left stick on the... Switch, but on the right stick, you control the Firefly. So they're two independent characters. The Firefly can also glow, which heals your characters. But in a fight, you can heal your characters and slow down the enemy. Because if you get hit after you've performed the action, uh, after you've selected your action but haven't performed it, it interrupts you and you go back to the start. (laughs) So that is fun. When you know what you're doing, but in the first couple of fights, very annoying. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, not annoying, because it wasn't the game's fault, and once I figured out how
1: it worked. <laughs> Isn't that the great when you're like, I'm bad at this, <laughs> and the game is fine. This is 100% me.
2: Yeah, because I'm someone in RPGs that uh, I kind of grind a little bit. And this game is actually very fun for grinding, because the fights, there's not heaps and heaps of them, but they're all pretty exciting, Uh, because you never really get to a point where you're just, like, overwhelming enemies. Even in parts mm. where I go back, I, I still have to, like, try. I'm not just, like, one-hitting everyone. That's great. Um, but when I play RPGs, I get to a point where I'm just like, yeah, sweet, let's just brute force this. Does not work in this game! Uh, much too... <laughs> So my death count's very high. <laughs> uh, I'm very glad this game doesn't keep track of that because I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> it also the battle system, once I got a hang of it, is so addictive. So even though I was hesitant at first with this and all the fairy tale thing, and I was like, this isn't me.
1: Mm. Give me a GameCube yeah, and I'll it, give it, you some kisses. Ooh, Don't yeah. know how about this. Sir. Yeah, if I ever were describing Dusha, um, lover of a fairy tale is not You're something the I would describe. Thing yeah. from a yeah. fairy tale. I'd be like, maybe
3: wears a baseball cap backwards on often. the Tony Hawk to fairy tale <laughs> scale. You're on the Tony Hawk um, side. Uh, Firmly a Tony Hawk. Yeah. I don't think um. I'm smack dab in the middle. Yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, Best more fairy tale. <laughs> to be
1: honest, I'm I'm not radical at all.
2: So as the fights get a little bit more complicated later in the game, you find yourself doing a lot of stuff like trying to slow down an enemy. But you're like, all right, cool. I need to take this hit. Can I manage that? Should I heal? Because like things like using items also mm-hmm. you can be interrupted. So let's say you're low on health. You're like, Pfft. I have like 40 potions. Oh. Yeah,
1: good luck using the idiot.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> you just, gotta yeah. be. Uh.
1: You're describing so many of my like, yeah, Final Fantasy games. I'm like, all right, cool. All I gotta do is do a potion. I do the kick, click, hit the potion. Okay, so now that character's dead, and we're throwing a potion at the dead body. Cool, cool, Excellent. cool. Excellent. Maybe I'll use a Phoenix down. All right, that character, use a Phoenix down. All right. They're dead. Ah, good, 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 good,
2: good, good. Something that it does that... uh, So you can swap your party Uh, mid-fight. You can't plan your party before a fight. So if you win a fight, those two characters are the ones that are going into the next fight regardless. (laughs) So once you get to the cast point, point, you instantly swap characters and whoever you select then gets a move straight away. So it doesn't punish you for swapping characters. But if one of your characters dies, their corpse stays on the field and doesn't instantly swap. So you still need to use your turn to
1: swap out dead <laughs> dead fella. Man. Is there an animation where the new person comes in and just sort of drags <laughs> it's, the corpse out, it's, uh, comes in, and is this like, we're sorry? <laughs> I wish it was that. Night. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 they come in and scream. Ah! No,
2: my good friend. Um, Bow mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so the fighting is easy to learn and then very complicated to master. Mm. But it is like I kind of express that it is like I'm I've been playing it so much, even though it's a relatively short game. I'm like I don't want to miss anything. I want to do all the side quests. Give me some more fights. Mm. And it looks beautiful. There is some things that I have still take issue with. Like some of the dialogue is a little bit like, all right, I get it. You you didn't need to put this here. You're just putting it to be like, oh, we're clever. Um. I am s- about two thirds of the way through the game, mm. unless the lot so it's divided into chapters and I've looked at how many chapters are in the game. Um and yeah. Seven tenths of the way through. <laughs> uh so unless the last couple of chapters are really long, I'm pretty close to finishing it. Um but yeah, it's I've had a good time with it. So how how long
1: are you reckon you've been playing this for?
2: Um I think I've put it be like seven or eight hours in so far. Okay, oh, good.
1: Uh, it's an, yeah, it's for an indie game.
2: It's, it's good to have boring.
3: seven or eight hours into a game and, and not be bored yet. Yeah, yeah. Or like to, to still be enjoying the gameplay. Mm. Does it keep, does it, does it keep it fresh? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like a, a lot of indie games. I find you hit that, that two thirds of the way through and you're like, cool. Everything's kind of spelled out. They've for me.
2: started to incorporate platforming elements that, uh, weren't earlier in the game, even when you learn how to fly. So I'm finding myself that I'm actually having to maneuver through stuff outside of fights. Like cool. that, like, so it's like spikes and fire and stuff like that. And I need to fly through gaps and be careful and things like that. Um, and they're pretty good at introducing new characters, like adding new people to your party. I would be shocked if there's more than one more character for me to get. Cause I've already got like five or six, mm-hmm. but yeah, they kind of don't really build to the overarching plot, except for one character that I've met so far. Uh Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I'm having a good time with it. There is only two difficulties on it, though. Okay. Casual and Expert. <laughs> which, as thumb cramps go, we're very, very firm believers of playing on normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this game mm-hmm. does not have that. It's either easy or hard. That's rough. <laughs> and Casual, it's weird because the description's also like, not insulting, but funny. Because... <laughs> Casual is like for those who love the story and just want to have a good time. <laughs> and then expert is like for those that appreciate a challenge and want to be sweaty whilst playing video
1: games. There's um, so many <clears throat> games that I've I've like played or have started playing and they offer that story mode. Yeah. And I'm so like, I don't know why I don't do it because, like, I don't have like a huge amount of time, and these games are maybe like a hundred odd hours or whatever. Jesus. It's just like, yeah, look, uh, maybe skipping all of that combat would be a good idea. But I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I just can't. Mm. <laughs> maybe I
2: should. See, the problem is when I read those categories, I didn't read casual <laughs> and expert. I heard it was like coward, <laughs> <Hero>. normal, <laughs> coward and hero, um, brave,
1: a brave boy, <laughs> coward. One,
2: one thing that I'd recommend with this, when it comes to difficulty, and this would be like. Mm. relative to my conclusion of this play on expert i haven't had that much experience with turn-based rpgs that are like this i've played like a lot of pokemon and Mm. stuff like that but never anything that's like an active battle system whilst also being turn-based never played a game like that i'm not struggling i probably die once every boss fight Mm, that's Um, pretty good yeah um enough that it's not frustrating but also it's not like i'm just like Walking in, I gestured walking. I don't know why. <laughs> walking into a boss fight and being like, strong, brave, <laughs> walk. I've got yeah. this. Um, so yeah, I have to think <clears throat> about battles and stuff like that. Also, I don't know if the story is engaging enough to have been happy if I played it on casual. Okay, all right. So overall, on our famous thumb cramps thumbs score, mm-hmm.
3: I'm probably gonna give it four thumbs. Yeah, four thumbs is pretty good. Thumbs, what, what did, did it, it lose that fifth thumb for? I don't. It's. Did the, it lo- did it lose the, it for maybe like the
2: the the op- it, I could imagine people losing interest very early on in the game, okay. and I don't know if it does enough to sort of warrant some of the dialogue and stuff like that. Okay, uh, yeah, it's not a perfect game, but it's very good and very fun. And for the price that it is on the Switch, if you like, if you're a fan of like Limbo, mm-hmm. I would recommend playing it because it has very much the same feel, but. It's like limbo is like a goth version of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like thirty Australian dollars on the Switch store. It's definitely worth it. You'll probably get about five to ten hours yeah, out of it. You've, you've I imagine at least it, right? ten. I'm not that bad at the game to be like, <laughs> I could have beaten this it's five a fire <laughs> hour game.
1: <laughs> All right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So right.
2: f- four thumbs.
1: <laughs> it's good, good to yell
2: four <laughs> thumbs four thumbs kiss your GameCube. <laughs> can do
1: but before i even think about laying a sweet smooch on that beautiful purple exterior let's just have a quick word from our sponsors
0: quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: And if you like the show and want more things to listen to, check out all our other podcasts on the Sands Network over at sanspansradio.com. Now, last time I started sort of talking about how I played uh, what is in essence the spiritual successor of Theme Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm realizing like I like nostalgic games because I miss my past because I'm old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started to go on a bit of a uh, rabbit hole down Steam, and I found um, basically almost like a reskinned or just basically carbon copy of a game that I used to love playing as a ca- uh, uh, used to love playing as a child.
3: Leisure Shoot Larry? No, <laughs> Boy and His Blob. N- no. <laughs> I have. I am so certain that a boy and his blob is Samut's um, favorite game. I don't know where yeah, I, I got. So this. It's not a bit true. this this little,
1: uh, this little uh, tangent is so boy and his blob came out on the PlayStation Four, I yep. think. And I came home one day, and Jackson was like grinning and beaming from ear to <laughs> ear because he thought he'd done something very nice for me. And he's like, "Look, Sammet, I got your favorite game when you were a child, boy and his blob." and I was like, "What? <laughs> what <laughs> games?
2: Oh, that reminds me." I got your favorite Super <laughs> Nintendo game, <laughs> Jill Sammet. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time! I
3: just don't know why I was so sure you loved Boy in His blob. I was like, I've never played this game in my life! You politely played it for a bit I for did. Me. To be like, yeah, I guess it's fine, <laughs> Was it fine?
1: It was it's fine. Okay. It was okay. That was amazing.
2: Right. <laughs> I don't even know how... Like, this is a surprise review for Boy
1: and His Blob. How does it play? Uh, you, you're a boy and you have a blob and you can get the blob to do things like become a ladder and (laughs) become a jumpy thing it looked like yeah hey this might be a lot of fun or maybe... I think it was originally on the Game Boy. Yeah, maybe. And it might have been fun for a handheld thing. But for, like, the PS4, you're kind of like... Eh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, so it's like a remake yeah. as well. Yeah, like,
2: fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you're sure. a, is good, your you're <laughs> a good friend. Anyway. Look,
1: hey, good friend. It like,
3: was you know, the thought look, hey, the counts. thought
1: count. I was very touched. It was very <laughs> sweet of you. Um, but no, I used to play a game called Dungeon Keeper and Dungeon Keeper 2 a lot. I think it was made... Yeah, it was made by Bullfrog, the same people that made um, Theme Hospital. And so I've... um. I know EA uh, mm. recently, and I mean recently, within like the last, I don't know, five years. <laughs> That's pretty recent. That's pretty recent. It's <laughs> recent. Of, uh, like a
3: cosmic scale yeah. like that. Kids that were born five yeah. years
1: ago are now in school. Exactly. <laughs> so recent. Uh, they released it for uh, iOS. Yeah. And I was very excited when that happened. So I downloaded it, and I was like, sweet, sick, and it was just a cash grab. Bad. It was like, you couldn't do anything unless you waited or spent a lot of money doing it. And I'm just like, this is pathetic. Yeah. And made me very frustrated. Instantly deleted because I love that property. Um, So I found this thing on on Steam. It was called uh, War for the Overworld, and it just basically looked exactly what a name (laughs) Dungeon Keeper. And I was so excited. So I installed it, and um, it was you know I started playing it, and from what I could see it was played exactly like dungeon keeper you basically dug out your area where you wanted to build you could like there was a portal there that you could summon your attract monsters okay. depending on what um you know building you build it's like very much it's an rts yeah sure and so i was very very excited however i use a mac Okay. Now, I'm a, I'm, uh, look, I'm sorry, look, PC, Master Race and all that, mm-hmm. I just, I don't really play a lot of PC games. Sure. I'm mostly console, so uh, Switch or PS4, sometimes iOS, because mm. I have like an iPad. And yeah, um, every time I go on Steam, I make sure there's a little Mac icon, <laughs> because that makes me happy when things are there. So for example, so Divinity Original Sin 2, mm. not out on the Mac, and, then, <laughs> and <then> I'm sad. <laughs> no,
3: that's but odd.
1: this one, it had a little Mac icon, so I was very, very excited to install it. Mm. Then it just became very shuddery, mm. uh, I couldn't play it in, in the slightest, and everything was just um, yeah, basically unplayable. So I assume this is a very good game, yeah. <laughs> but I just don't know. It. And it's just one of those things of, of being a Mac owner, and, yeah. and basically exclusively using Macs, where it just becomes very frustrating because I also like a video games. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Hey! Why don't you go and use a PC? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've have tried to use a PC recently, but because I've been exclusively using a Mac yeah. for the last maybe 15 years, I basically feel like my Nana holding a <laughs> Game Boy, <clears throat> where I just don't know what to do. So, um, unfortunately, I'm going to give this a, a shrug <laughs> out of five thumbs, <laughs> because honestly... I don't know. It looked a lot of fun, and from the trailers and all the kind of. What about other the gameplay, brief time
3: you played? I just couldn't. Okay.
1: Uh, I, I just couldn't. Eight minutes I got into, and that <laughs> includes loading of the um the the uh, title screen. All
2: right, because we uh, do give a total thumb score. Can you just give a thumb cramp thumb score to Boy and His Blob? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so Boy and His Blob, uh, three. Three? Okay,
3: perfect. Favourite game of all time.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah. like, look, I, I think it, it, it did what it wanted to do. It was a platformer. You were a boy and you had a blob. It Hell, didn't lie yeah. to you.
3: It, it definitely didn't lie to me. <laughs> you, got what, um, you got what it said in the tin. That's yeah, what it's all about. And,
1: and that was kind of nice. You could, um, I think from the, the very short amount of time I remember playing it, um, there were some frustrating moments where yep. the blob wouldn't do what the boy asked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Much like owning a real life dog.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Much like owning a real life blob. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe
1: that's where I would lose a couple of those um sweet Thumbs. sums. But yeah, uh, war for the Overworld if you liked Dungeon Keeper and I know there's like a lot of like a bit of a cult following for that game because it was like mm. a lot of fun. Um, Do check it out, and maybe you'll have a better time than I do. Because, <laughs> again, there's so many times I'm like, I don't know if this is my Mac that's the problem, oh, the or if it's the game that's the problem. And I don't know enough about video games to Google what the problem is. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah, playing video game graphics, Cholty? <laughs> graphics. Shuddering?
2: <laughs> Dear Google, game bad help me. Is it uh, kind uh, regards, yeah, so... Joel Old Man
1: <laughs> PS uh, make <laughs> email
2: Mac compatible, so can read.
1: <laughs> PS boy blob fave game. Uh so yeah, the eight minutes of game time includes maybe three minutes of okay. me going into the um the options menu, taking yeah. the settings, being like resolution, lower, uh box Didn't that fix says anything? VFX anti-aliasing or something. Yeah off then on again um it didn't fix much no which was very very frustrating that's a shame I do really love the um the, the uh, dungeon keeper gameplay yeah, yeah. it it, it kind of turns that whole RTS on its head because rather than like finding an open field where you're building your um you know, whatever your your buildings kind of mm. thing. It's like, no no, you carve it out. So everything is just kind of this you know,
3: basically this dirt. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you carve out the rooms. I've never and- played Dungeon Keeper, but I played a bit of evil genius, which mm. I think is sort of similar. Okay. Except instead of it's 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 that kind of thing where you're building a building instead mm. of like a town or or, or a city or a Bat- battlefield or whatever but you're an evil, evil genius and it's kind of like more like a bond
1: thing uh, rather yeah. than
3: like a kind of like a fantasy thing
1: okay yeah. but yeah I, I really enjoy that kind of uh, gameplay because I remember back when I was it was great because you had these little imps which were your workers mm. and there was a button you could do to summon imps and you could just like spam that and all these imps just kind of like blah 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 but then you could slap them ah, if they were uh, being insolent
3: <laughs> and you could slap good. them
1: to death <laughs> but they were great. Uh it was a lot of, like a lot of fun and yeah, I, I really miss playing that kind of game and I was very excited that, uh, to uh, <clears throat> play another that one. But d- like there's expansions and DLC, so I assume that. It's got a lot good. of people were, you know, Got it working on how, their computers. How about you get
3: everyone listening to send in their amount of thumbs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you should. can get yeah. it working on
2: your computer. <laughs> First ever crowd review
3: of a Thumb Cramps yeah. Yeah, game.
1: Yeah. War for the Overworld. Uh, let me know if it's a good game.
3: Because, mm-hmm. uh, look, I'm curious. i What uh, I like is that if people message you and they're like, it's a great game, you can do nothing about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. just be more sad you yeah. can't yeah. play it. Um, I just had a click at Google. and
2: could not find any issues <laughs> or mention of the game. So
3: <laughs> Maybe it's fake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Jackson, what have you been playing? So I've been playing
3: Call of Cthulhu, which is a game for the PS4, and it's based on the Call of Cthulhu pen and paper role-playing game. Mm. Um, I think it's kind of like maybe a bit of a spiritual sequel to a game called Call of Cthulhu. Uh, dark corners of the earth, maybe. I it's funny know. that the first one has a longer title than yeah. the second one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and look, I, I I finished it. I clocked it, <laughs> as yeah. as we say in the parlance. That's, uh... that's the first uh, uh thumb cramps clocking. I think. Man. Uh, <laughs> I think second Spider Man. Spider Man. That's yeah. true. Yeah, uh, the yeah, game yeah, f-
2: famously one hundred percented, one hundred percent clocked by Joel Zaman <laughs> to then give three. <laughs> to so be like,
1: like? Uh, this is quick. A little amendment to uh my my review of Spider Man Four because look, I'm sorry. I've got we've got a few emails and comments. Look, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I said that uh, Mr. Negative was a villain made for the PS4. Uh, they're not correct. <laughs> uh, apparently, turns out, Mr. Negative... Long term villain of Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, long term. I mean, like two thousand, like maybe eight or maybe twelve.
3: Hammett, so look, comic uh, book aficionado, Spider Man, Marvel head, extraordinary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, look, Spider Man, not my uh my sort of go to superhero that I like read consistently. And also, apparently, he might have been a villain of uh, Cloak and Dagger. Which look, I like in concept, but never read an issue. No, look. So, it's like Dove and Hawk. He's yes, just, mm. to... so apologies. So yeah, Miss Negative, not so much uh, made for the PS4. However, they did put a lot of uh, time, energy, and like marketing campaign for Miss Negative okay. to sort of build him up. And I guess I'm just a confused dumb boy. I guess egg on your face.
3: Yes. Um. So Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, I, I've I clocked it. I finished it. A game you famously clocked. Mm-hmm. I, I famously <laughs> I clocked it, and it was a weird game because when I first started playing, so it's it's really simple. And and the, the first thing you notice when you start playing it is that it looks like a came out in 2009
2: oh sick and also wait oh no that was nine years ago (laughs) i had it in my head (sighs) that
3: this game was like not not like a triple a release but like it was kind of like a big deal Mm. yeah um Turns out that I got that confused with a game called Call of Cthulhu The Sinking City, which comes out next year. Um, so it, I don't know if they're made by the same company. I don't know why two Call of the Call of Cthulhu games have come out so close to each other. Also, I have another theory. Yeah, That game that comes out next year is actually
2: a spiritual sequel to the game that you mentioned before, not the game that you currently well, play. Maybe. It's
3: hard to tell. <laughs> because
2: one has a subtitle and one doesn't, and then the next one has a subtitle but again. they all
3: use the same font.
2: So... <laughs> who
3: knows (laughs) (laughs) far out so yeah immediately I'm like it it doesn't look great and that's really disappointing for a game that you're playing in 2018 like the Mm. character models are weird looking the Mm. uh, main character who's like a kind of grizzled detective sort of looks like you you remember Oblivion the the game yes, the the Bethesda game the the, uh, Elder Scrolls game and how everybody's heads kind of look like potatoes (laughs) with faces imagine somebody did a HD update on that face but they didn't change the way the face was shaped that's what every face yeah. looks like in this game
1: so it kind of is like oh, okay it looks like no it's not a face
3: yeah you're like it's just not what a
1: human uh, looks like. like hair technology i'm pretty sure has improved than looking like
3: brown worms coming out of your face yeah it was not great um so it's a bit of golden eye face going on yeah a little bit Actually, but it, but yeah. but hd'd up so yeah. like skin textures hair textures <laughs> but just a wrong shape yeah um, What?
0: Yeah, uh, pretty pretty. Well, the oh, main character's that's...
3: face looks like... It looks Cro-Magnon. <laughs> it, look, it looks like a, a caveman's face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hit with a shovel? Yeah, yeah. a yeah. little bit. Yeah, that and, rules. Because
3: uh, I was watching you play a
1: little bit of it every now and again, and the best part of it, where there was sort of any sort of cut animations, uh, it, the, the lip syncing did not Terrible. add up at all. No, oh, not that that even rules. close. Not even yeah. close. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Maybe it's a throwback to our uh, 70s horror movies that were overdubbed. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Um. So the the gameplay is it's basically a puzzle game or like a a puzzle sort of detective game with, with sort of mild stealth elements. Mm. Um, where you've you're this detective, mild. I love like... a mild stealth. <laughs> but it's like because it, it claims in the box it's like it's <laughs> got stealth elements, but actually not really. Mm. Like the game is very it, it does, but not in a way that. It's, it's like a very minor part of the game.
1: Yeah, there was a few times where you were trying to stealth, but like the demon or whatever, the
3: Cthulhu monster mm. you're running from,
1: just knew where you were anyway, Yeah, it, and you could it,
3: outrun it, so it was just more of a... One of my main problems with the, is the game is that they kept on introducing mechanics, and then the next time that I would be in a situation where I thought I was meant to use that mechanic, that mechanic wouldn't work. So, for example, there's a section uh, in a <laughs> asylum where I had to stealth my way past guards, mm. and then there was a section where I had to fight like a... C- Cthulhu, like an eldritch being yep. where I couldn't stealth, but it it started me off hiding so <laughs> I was like, oh cool, another stealth section, no, no, I just had to run and that was very confusing, um uh, it's also kind of a bit of an RPG in that, and that was kind of maybe the best parts of it is that um, you had five stats which were like psychology. They were kind of like really unique. I found for for like an RPG, they went like your strength, your quickness. They were like your psychology, your eloquence, your investigation, your spot item.
2: Ooh, <laughs> I love that stat
3: <laughs> um, skill. Your occult and your medicine. As you played the game, various if you had uh, you know high sort of like levels in those stats, you kind of unlocked different things and because yep. you're investigating this mystery there are a lot of fun moments where you're like oh because i had a high medicine i learned this about the this body and that meant that when i'm chatting to this person later on i have that information to ask those questions unfortunately the game's really linear so yeah. it actually doesn't matter <laughs> that's that's it's, it's got this terrible illusion of choice where the game's like so like uh, the first thing you do is you're in your office and there's a whiskey in front of you right mm-hmm. and you're like you drink the whiskey, and it's like, your destiny has been affected. And you're like, ooh, and that keeps happening. But I've discovered there are four endings. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're all pretty similar. Um, Drunk
2: ending, you're a Cthulhu ending, good ending, extra good ending.
3: Uh, basically, it's like...
2: it's like <laughs> I shouldn't have been close to right <laughs> It's It's like,
3: you die, someone else dies, you win, but the world ends, you just win. Which ending did you get? Uh, I win but the world. No, I I start. I cause the end of the world. <laughs> bad boy run. Uh, bad boy run, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really frustrating because I really like, um, there would be like moments where you're investigating a crime scene because yeah. I'm like, oh, I put heaps of points into Madison. I'm like, oh, I know heaps about the body. That'll be really useful. And then I would use that character choice or that, that dialogue choice chatting to the next person. But it would work out anyway. Like So for example, um, there's an area where there's a cop. He's yep. clearly one of the main characters that's meant to come with you. Yep, And you can use your eloquence to be like, he like catches you looking at a crime scene, and you're like, hey, 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 let's team up. Yep. And he was like, you're not going to trick me with your lies. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, my eloquence didn't work. But he's like, but I'll join you anyway. And I was like, so I guess it didn't matter. I guess <laughs> well, I could have chosen anything, and he'd have come anyway. With hey, cop! And- Shut up!
2: (laughs) Come with
3: me. I'll come with you anyway, even though you're rude. Uh, The puzzle started off like quite fun, and I'm I suck at puzzle games. In fact, they're one of my least favorite kinds Mm -hmm. of games, uh, after turn based uh, fighting (laughs) games like Child of Light can't stand Why have I
2: got a recommendation? For you? <laughs> can't
3: stand it. Uh, and normally with a puzzle game, I'm like, I hate this and I look it up um, <laughs> because I just can't be bothered. Uh, it, uh, one of the games that killed me like that was um, uh, what was it called? The amnesia of the Dark descent. I hated that game. I was frustrated the whole time and I just had to look up the solution to puzzles. But in this I didn't. In this I, I figured out all the puzzles myself, felt pretty good. The puzzles were simple. they were like easily explained. I got it. However, that is for like the first half of the game, all the puzzles are great. The second half of the game, all the puzzles are trial and error, and that's hell. Like, there's one section where I'm in like an eldritch realm or whatever, and there are f- there's like this maze of bridges yep. going from where I am to the area I need to be. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of the bridges are, bridges are fake, and you fall to your death if you go- try to <laughs> go on them. There is no way of telling which bridges are fake other than falling. And that's that's rough mm. as hell. So um, a little <laughs> amendment to that. There actually is a way.
1: So what you do, uh, because Jackson is impatient in life and in video games, but as you walk on the planks, you'll notice your character will dip a little bit if it's a fake bridge. Also, from basic memory and trial and error of, oh yes, that bridge was fake, <laughs> I probably shouldn't do it, go that way again. Jackson, however, went that way again. So My- maybe less on the game. My More incompetence
3: aside, I still don't think any puzzle <laughs> but should yes. come down to trial and error because even once I got past those bridges, there were six like uh, wheels that I had to turn, yeah. and I just had to choose one at random. Yeah, and that that's frustrating. Yeah, I, I, watching this game,
1: is sort of indicative of like my problems with any game that just like touts being like, "Oh, your choices have consequences," and it all boils down to at the very end one of two, or yeah. maybe one of three choices. Mm. And I think Fable, like the Fable series, is very, I guess. Guilty of doing this is, mm-hmm. like, no matter how much of, like, a bad bloke that you are throughout the game where you're, you know, slaughtering villagers and, like, upping the rent or just kicking dogs, at the very end of the game, you can just go- turn on a dime mm-hmm. and be like, no, I choose the good ending because I'm a good boy. Yeah. That's a coward's it. game. Exactly. Don't, like, it. let my choices dictate the
2: yeah, ending. ending. That I Don't get. give mm. me a choice to pick the ending right of game. Yeah, and so in it's... video games defense, mm. I don't think they do that anymore.
1: I know, I, I, just, I just, like, say, for example, Mass Effect, uh, all the Mass Effect games, Oh well, 1, 2, and 3, because yeah. I have not bothered playing Pathfinder Andromeda. or Andromeda, <laughs> whatever the one was. Um,
3: Pathfinder? Andromeda.
1: Yeah. You, are, you are a Pathfinder Path- in Andromeda, I know that much. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, That's no, your sure. rank from memory, because I played maybe a 10 minutes and I just went, I miss the old ones. <laughs> These faces are wrong. <laughs> um, but even the, like those games, which are like, you know, really tout being like, oh, all your choices have impacts and they do on the game. And it all boils down to at the end. It's like you end up just choosing one of three options yeah. anyway. And like, look, I'll die on the hill of the Mass Effect three endings because they're beautiful and they
3: make me cry. But you kind of like, no, let my choices. Three games worth of choice shouldn't boil down. Yeah. I guess at least let, let, with let... Call of Cthulhu, hmm. if you've made certain choices through the game, you will get extra endings to choose but it is so rough that it doesn't choose the ending for you Two, oh, oh it doesn't choose the ending for you no no, no. so th- th- you get at the end of the game that i got i had two choices that i could pick yeah it was basically like keep the ritual going or stop the ritual yeah so it's like end the world or not yeah uh, but apparently if you do different things you can get two other uh, yeah. options to its credit though and this is the last thing i'll say on it is that uh because I-, I went and i looked up what people's opinions are were on the game. I went on the subreddit. There are heaps of ways to solve every encounter. And I think that's that's really cool. So in one area, I found a secret, I found a secret passageway by just exploring the room again and again and again, until I found a secret panel, cracked it open. I had previously picked up a crowbar so I could brute force my way through and find the secret panel. However, if I hadn't picked up the crowbar, there's a piano in the room that you can play. And if you play it from left to right, it opens the secret passage. Oh, cool. Or when I was in the asylum, I needed to cause a distraction and there were like (laughs) at least three or four Mm. different ways that I could have achieved that. And that's something I think you don't really find that much in games where they do give you like proper Mm. options for solving your puzzles uh you know like the the, and i think i think i I just think it did a a really good job yeah so yeah seems very reminiscent of like the rpg like the pen and paper. Mm, yeah exactly exactly you could feel that occasionally like this has definitely come from a a pen and paper rpg and
1: i like the um the the mechanic where you could recreate a crime scene
3: yeah that that was was a lot of fun although again see i could recreate a crime scene and that you kind of went into this like other world and mm. all of the you would look around the room and you would find clues and i would use my stats my me, my medicine my psychology or whatever to to look at the different clues to look at the different clues but i don't know if i had a low medicine i, I think i would have still been able to find that clue. Yeah. so my stats didn't really affect it so i think ultimately unfortunately and i know i i clocked it famously I'm famously give, clocked it i'm gonna give it one knuckle because one knuckle yeah Ooh. Because and here's the here's the censure friends, it's ninety bucks. Pool. On yeah. the PlayStation Store in Australia, at least. And frankly, it is not worth 90 bucks. Yeah, you clocked it, famously, uh, in maybe eight hours, yeah. six hours? Yeah. Like, basically one sitting, I and think. One sitting, and I, in the end, was pretty disappointed yeah. with it. So I think, not but- worth 90 bucks, I'm giving it one knuckle. <laughs> one knuckle? Yeah. Yeah. I think you were saying, like, if you had put it down and turned it off, you just wouldn't But that's But that's why I kept playing, because I knew the moment, if I had been like, you know what, I'm taking a break, I would have never come back to it. Mm. I had to force my way through it. See, just... Full circle. I thought that that was going to happen with Child of Light. If mm. I had to put it down in
2: the first like hour, yeah. But then once I hit like hour two, yeah, I just keep going back to mm. it. It's been, an, it's like sitting next to me now, and I'm trying really hard not to play it. <laughs> also, uh, I was able to check how long
1: I have played it for. Uh, Eleven hours currently. Wow. There you go. Mm, that's pretty good. And this, is, this is the thing where it comes down to like video games, sort of value for money as well. Mm. It's like what thirty bucks, eleven hours, still going good, having a yeah. good time.
3: Ninety bucks, 90 bucks ten hours, ooh. not even ten,
1: like seven
3: if and you did, one
1: knuckle. If you did ten hours in
2: one sitting, I am worried about you. <laughs> I don't think it was ten. It might have been six, but yeah, um, yeah, 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 it was like an afternoon kind of yeah, thing. Exactly, that could be even five, four, maybe two, <laughs> twenty-five <laughs> minutes, four, four
3: seconds. It was thumb cramps,
2: famous. You know those games where it's just like, press
3: press start, and you press start, and it's like, the end. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, you're a winner.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah, Man, I
2: love this game. Can't wait for the sequel. (laughs) Well, so that gives this this week's episode a thumb score of four thumbs, a shrug, and a knuckle. (laughs) Uh, Although... Seven thumbs if you include a boy in his blob. (laughs) Which I do. Absolutely. It's canon. My favorite favorite game. (laughs) (laughs) Thumb cramps, thumb thumb (laughs) canon.
1: And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson.
2: And I've also been Joel. And if you want to get in contact with us, email us in at sanspensradio at gmail.com. And until next week, stay thumb cramps. Stay cramped.
3: Arena. (laughs) Mm.
2: Look, we've still got time to sort this out.
3: Yeah, we'll get there.